0: Tradition tells us that Cyril and Methodius grew up in a prominent Christian home in Thessalonica during the first decades of the 9th century. The elder brother's given name was Michael, but he took the name Methodius as an adult. The younger brother's given name was Constantine, and he too changed it as an adult, taking the name Cyril. Their father, Leo, was a drongarios a Byzantine military commander serving on the Slavic frontier. When Leo died, when the brothers were still minors, the powerfully placed family friend Theo became their protector. He was one of the chief administrators of the empire, responsible for initiating a far-ranging educational initiative, including the establishment of a kind of university at Magnoria. He ensured that the brothers received the finest possible education. And Methodius became a Byzantine civil official and diplomat, and thus would have needed to be fluent in several languages, including Slavonic. His brother was ordained to the priesthood and served as a scholar and a professor, popularly known as the philosopher. In 860, Byzantine emperor Michael III and the patriarch Photius who had served as Cyril's mentor sent Cyril on a missionary expedition to the Khazar palace of Kagan Khan in what is today the Ukrainian Crimea. Kagan had requested that a scholar be sent to him who might be able to dispute both the Jews and the Muslims then petitioning his court Though the mission was not altogether successful, Cyril had proven himself to be a trustworthy and courageous ambassador of both the gospel and the empire. Two years later, Prince Radoslav of Greater Moravia requested that Emperor Michael and the Patriarch Photius send missionaries to disciple both his royal court and his Slavic subjects. As had been the case with Kagan Khan, Radislav was likely politically motivated. His land had previously been evangelized by Frankish missionaries, but a dispute with the Frankish ruler Louis the German had soured relations with the West. Radislav's appeal to Michael confirmed that he and his people had already rejected paganism and adhered to the Christian law, but now cut off from the Franks, the prince needed a new strategic ally. The emperor and the patriarch agreed at once to send Cyril as their emissary, this time also to be accompanied by his brother Methodius. Their hope was that the brothers would be able to not only develop a substantive discipling ministry among the Slavs, but also expand the sphere of Byzantine political and commercial influence. Traveling up the Danube, then across land to the Vlatava, and finally arriving in Prague, the brothers went to work immediately, training several assistants. By the beginning of 863, they had also begun the task of translating the Gospels and the Psalms into the vernacular Slavonic, They also translated several of the liturgical rubrics used in the Moravian and Bohemian churches, despite fierce opposition of the remaining Franks to a specifically Slavic liturgy. For the purpose of their translations, Cyril and Methodius devised an entirely new alphabet combining both Greek and Latin elements. This glagolitic alphabet— was necessary in order to capture several unique features of the Slavonic tongue. The script eventually developed into what today we call the Cyrillic alphabet, which is still used by virtually all the modern Slavic languages. In 867, Pope Nicholas I invited the brothers to Rome in an effort to settle the dispute with the Frankish clerics who opposed the use of vernacular Slavonic in worship, preferring Latin instead. They were warmly received when they arrived in Rome the next year, lauded for both their ministry and their learning. Alas, the pope was by then gravely ill and he died before adjudicating the liturgical dispute the roman curia elected apparently much against his will the aged cardinal adrian who was greatly beloved for his charity grace and kindness he was descended from a respected roman family from which had come two previous pontiffs stephen the 3rd and sergius the 2nd He had been married before taking orders, and his wife and daughter continued to live with him in the papal quarters in the Lateran Palace. Impressed by the godly bearing of Cyril and Methodius, the new pope endorsed and formally authorized their efforts to render both the Bible and the liturgy of the church into the common language of the Slavic people. Methodius was thereafter ordained as a priest by the Pope himself. Five more of the Slavic disciples who accompanied the brothers to Rome were also ordained. Gorzond, Clement of Ohid, Nehum, Angalar, and Sava. These men, together with Cyril and Methodius, are to this day venerated in the Orthodox tradition as the seven saints. Less than two months later, Cyril died in Rome. Methodius returned to Greater Moravia to continue the pioneering work among the Slavs alone, having been elevated by the Pope to the Archbishopric with a jurisdiction that included Sir Mimium, Greater Moravia, Pannonia, Serbia, and Bulgaria— Alas, the controversy with Charlemagne's fractious Frankish heirs did not cease, despite the authoritative endorsement of the Pope. Methodius was brought up on charges by the Bishop of Salzburg and ordered to appear before a tribunal there. Complying, he was for a time held in prison until once again the Pope intervened on his behalf ecclesiastical controversies and disputes plagued Methodius until his death in 885. Afterward, most of his disciples were exiled from Moravia. Nevertheless, the work he and Cyril had done would have enduring effects in both the East and the West. Together, they paved the way for the spread of Christianity throughout all of Eastern Europe, they gave the Slavs a basis for literature, history, theology, and worship that endures to the present day. And that is both resistance and reformation. I'm George Grant on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. For more information and resources, go to georgegrant.net.